from Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah. I'm Kim Anderson. And I'm Zach Ireland. And this is Behind Closed Doors. Coming out to a parent can be terrifying. They raised you. They're the ones who are supposed to love you no matter what. And therefore, disappointing them can be one of the scariest things in the world. How will they react? Will they accept me? Will they still love me? Your parents may be very accepting, or they may be very close-minded. They may try to change you, or you may warm a very cold place in their heart. Regardless of your journey or your situation, that conversation can be the beginning of a new relationship, a much healthier relationship. I recently listened to a panel of LDS parents who talked about their experiences with their LGBT children. It was here I heard bits and pieces of Debbie and Allie's story, a story of love and acceptance. I asked both of them if they would be willing to share their story because I believe that every parent needs to show and give the kind of love that Debbie so freely gives her daughter. Debbie joins me now in studio. It's good to have you here, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me. And her daughter, who currently lives in California, joins us now by Skype. Thanks for joining us, Allie. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. So, Allie, your mom has told me a little bit about your story and your coming out story, but I, I kind of want to hear it from you. How did you come out to your mom? I asked if I could talk to her uh, without any sort of like response, if she could just listen to me for a few moments. And honestly, I just sat down with her and I told her, you know, I, I'm, I've learned about this term. It's transgender. You know, I feel the best way to describe my feeling was that, you know, I felt like I was a, a girl born in, born into a boy's body. And I said basically just about that. And I said, I'm, I'm open to conversation about it later. But for now, can we just leave it at that? And, you know, after that, I just, you know, went back to doing my own thing. And I don't remember if it was a few hours or a few days later, you know, we, we came back together and had a good conversation about it. What was going through your mind, Mom, when she told you? Well, I remember it like it was yesterday, because prior to Ellie telling me, there was probably a few months of her alluding to the secret that she had. And she said, if you knew what, you know, my secret, if you knew, then you wouldn't love me. You wouldn't love me. You wouldn't care about me anymore. And uh, that broke my heart. And I still get very emotional about it because a mother's love is, there's, you, you can't imagine anything that your child could tell you that would, Uh, make you feel like you couldn't love them anymore. And when you tell a mother something like that, they go to places that no human being knows how to go to. (laughs) I had this long list of possibilities from, did she, you know, kill someone? Mm -hmm. Is there, you know, I mean, you just can't imagine what it could be. Was transgender one of those? No, that was the one thing I thought, okay, she's gay. Uh, you know, I mean, I thought a million things uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, breaking the law to something awful that had happened to her. But her sexuality did occur to you. Uh, only because when when your child says something like that, I mean, you just you consider everything. Right. So so I I thought, well, you know, thinking she was gay was one of them. But it, but I had a long list. Right. So I still remember sitting on the couch after she walked away and after she told me that and and I just felt, I sort of had this like numbing thing. It was mm-hmm. like nothing in my head. And I just said out loud, 
I didn't see that coming. Right. <laughs> you know, I think it took me a few minutes to kind of digest it. Do you remember the look on her face, Allie? I don't know. I think it was more like, I don't know if confusion is the right word, but mm-hmm. like, just yeah. kind of like, how, what what do I do now kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you said, okay. Yeah, that's probably. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, and then I kind of just walked off yeah. and. You sat there for a moment, and I mean, obviously, I was out of the room at that point, so I don't know what you did then, but... Allie, why do you think it was so important for you to have this conversation with your mom? One of the things that I told told Debbie to talk about at the uh, panel was that when you're first coming out as trans, it's really important to have the uh, validation of other people because you're not even confident in your own identity at that point. So I think really what drives at least what drove me to come out to my parents was just this kind of invalidation on a daily basis. It's not necessarily anybody being malicious. It's just, you know, when you get referred to as he or or my birth name or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it's just, you know, it, it hurts not, you know, not too much. It's nothing super bad, but, you know, it, it builds up and it's just these small little paper cuts, if you will, you know, every day. And it gets frustrating, gets a little fed up, you know, and you home is supposed to be the one place where you're supposed to be able to kind of be free from everything else that sucks. How did it change things? I guess for you, mom, how does your relationship with Allie compared to your relationship that you had with Ryan? I don't think I ever felt different about Allie. My feelings about Allie never changed. I mean, she's my child, my daughter. Do you think it strengthened your relationship? I think over time it has, as we've had other conversations, I think there were times where uh, just because of where she was at, where I was at, and the other issues that I think we were dealing with got in the way for a long time. Mm -hmm. We had to work through those. She had to work through things for herself. We, as her parents, I think had to learn to adjust to where she was, trying to meet her where she was. So the strengthening of the relationship, I think, and Allie can speak to this, comes with time and with building trust and working through the times I know we hurt her. Was this hard for you, Mom? Was the transition hard for you? What was the hardest part? Um, In all honesty, you know, there's... The first thing that I want to say is there was no change in my feelings towards her, my feelings of acceptance or caring for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling her Allie, yeah, that was new. And how many times Allie did I mess up? You know, I mean, I was really trying to make that effort because I knew that was important to her. So no matter how I'm feeling or what I'm dealing with as mm-hmm. a mother getting used to this new real, new identity and this new way of looking at her because, you know, for 15 years, this was Ryan, you know, right, my right. son. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think I was driven, of course, by the desire to do what made her feel accepted and cared about. But it was very hard to use female pronouns at first. And now I can't even think of it just alley comes out, female pronouns come out, but it took me a long time. And the harder one, which I don't, I'm, I haven't talked to Ali about, but I'm sure she's aware. She's very, very sensitive and uh-huh. aware and observant is it only has been until this last year. 
that I could call her daughter. And that one was the hardest, hardest for me, not because I didn't, it was just, it's a journey. It takes a while mm-hmm. to adjust your heart and your mind. I, I didn't think of her as Ryan or a boy anymore, but to, to label and use that term. And now it comes out very easily and very freely. But it took me almost four years to get there, three and a half years. Allie, how did you know when it was the right time for you to come out? And is there a right time to come out? Um, <laughs> no, there. I mean, short answer, there, there really isn't. When did I know it was the right time? I mean, I guess when when did I know the right time and when's the best time to come out is one and the same. It's just whenever you, you can build up the courage to do so. There's no magical time of day or, you know, day of the week or week of the month. There's just whenever you can do it, whenever it feels right to you, whenever you're made up your mind and your identity and a decision to, I guess, be open about your feelings and your identity because yeah. I mean that's a, that's a personal thing and something you have to be sure of as well letting people know if you want to come out letting people know that even if you aren't sure it's okay to not know it's okay to still be questioning and unsure of of who you are whether that's in sexuality or or gender identity saying hey I don't know if I'm gay or not I say, you know, sometimes I, I feel one way versus the other. I, honestly, I think that's more mature than claiming either way and not necessarily knowing yourself. Taking the time to really figure that out and decide is, I think, probably the one of the one of the bigger steps as well as something that's extremely important. From a mom's perspective, to people who are trying to come out, is there advice that you would give to them from a parent on how to do that? I think that, like Ali said, there is no good time per se. I just think it's important to come out when mm-hmm. you're ready. And I think as a parent, I would rather know than not know, especially if it's causing distress, if it's causing pain, if it's causing negative feelings, uh, self-esteem issues, suicide thoughts. There's all kinds of things that can come from not being able to to come out and be authentic to who you are. Just speaking as a mom, I am so grateful. I know that Ali struggled a long time before she did. And uh, she did tell a few very close friends a while before she told told us. And I'm grateful for those friends. It was hard for me not knowing, because I could tell it was causing her such pain. So no, there's no easy way or easy time. I think you just, you just do it in the best way you can, because then you can begin that journey. And I think it's better to work through it together than them feeling isolated, alone, unsupported. It causes far more hurt and and uh, unnecessary pain. So how do you reconcile your faith as a member of the LDS Church with Allie's decision? <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> That's a big question. Uh, we had a really, I thought, a really good conversation about this. It was the first time I had asked her how she felt, that if she thought that me being a fully active member of the church was an obstacle in our relationship. And when uh, Allie first came out, we lived in the Bay Area and a very different 
cultural environment, and most of my friends aren't members of the church. And what they do know about the church uh, is more about the policies and uh, Prop 8, you know, in California and all of that. And so the first thing they asked me was, how do you reconcile your faith? Mm -hmm. And I honestly did not have to think twice about it because the way I view it is that my faith, I said, I don't have to reconcile it. Because for me, my faith is based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's different from policy, from culture, from organization. It's founded on on Christ and Christ-like love and unconditional love. This world is pretty harsh, though. And not, not a ton of people are as accepting as you are. So I guess my question is, do you worry about Allie being transgender and her future? Um, you know, I don't worry about who Allie is because she's remarkable. She's strong. And uh, But yes, I do. I worry more about the world and accepting her than I do her. Thank you. <laughs> Tissue time. And actually, this is me being really uh, kind of transparent. And this was a, a really difficult moment for Allie. It hurt her a lot. And uh, when we were sitting in her therapist office right after she had come out, and um, and I said to her, uh, I said in the room, I said, I wish you had told me you were gay instead of transgender. Do you remember that, Allie? Yeah, absolutely. And it really hurt her because she felt like I was not accepting her for who she was. But it wasn't that at all. I felt that in the world where we were, at least with issues of gender versus sexuality, we had come a lot farther in the world accepting and uh, understanding uh, sexuality versus transgender, being transgender. And I was scared because uh, even in our community, as liberal and accepting and forward it is and supporting in schools and so forth, uh, there were kids who were being hurt. And um, and I was worried, I, especially male to female. That is really a tough one in our culture. Just finally, what advice would you give to parents who deal with this kind of news? What's the best way to show them that you love them? I think that it's important to understand that your child and you are going to have a lot of emotion. And there are going to be conflicting emotions. Um, that it's normal. I mean, it's it's a shock in, to hear something, you know, that... I mean, it, it, maybe some parents know, and they're just waiting for their kids to, to acknowledge it. In my case, that was not the situation. So I would say that we need to listen, keep an open mind, try to just show that love, because it's going to be difficult as a parent. Your My journey as a parent is very different from Allie's, and both of them are valid and real. And I think that the worst thing we can do for our children is to shut them out. And acceptance does not mean agreement. We can't start from a place of disagreement. We have to start from a place of trying to understand, to have conversations, no matter how uncomfortable or difficult they are, to say the words, to be there physically, 
and show as much support as we can. And sometimes uh, that's going to feel uncomfortable, but even if it's uncomfortable, show that love and show the support until you can come to a place of acceptance and understanding. It really is amazing how how strong a mother's love is for her children. And uh, I really appreciate both of you coming on and, and talking with me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. What did you think? The conversation continues on Twitter at BCD Series.